into a pile of uh, Rolling Stones records. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Gator community live. Oh, welcome to the Ronnie Barber fully formed live. I'm, I'm behind myself today. I don't know why. Oh, it's big shop day. It's big Wednesday. It's my big shop day. And it's a big one today. It's toilet paper today. Uh, so I have to work out how I'm going to carry that without looking guilty. Go, no, this is the toilet paper I need. I don't need any more. I, this is just, I haven't bought any more than what I need. Anyway, um, but the sad news, oh, we're, we're live from the Gator community. Uh, Ronnie Barber's fully formed on Vague Radio UK, the radio station that you paid for. Um, but I was listening to Rolling Stones after uh, Charlie Watts uh, died. Um, he's dead. Good, again, it's a good age, but there's a lot of people dying of uh, that, that, that generation of rock and rollers, isn't there? Um, but I just was kind of going through the, the back catalogue of Rolling Stones, and I, I just, that one for me just is uh, the thing that kind of... Uh, that, that that the cool, implacable way that Charlie Watts was behind the drums, wasn't he? Just cool, calm. Didn't really get excited about anything, but man, the beat, the, the what it laid down was just fantastic, just wonderful. Um, and it's so sad that he's uh, he's gone. Um, and I think uh, I heard uh, Danny Baker saying, you know, the uh, Danny Baker, uh, the brilliant broadcaster. Uh, he was saying as well that is you know it, it's just really. Uh, Keith Richards and uh, Mick Jagger really left from the original Rolling Stones, so uh, should they uh, be carried on? And then he even thought about, could you combine uh, Paul McCartney, Ringo, uh, and then, okay, uh, Paul McCartney bass, uh, Mick Jagger's vocals, uh, Paul could do it as well, uh, and Keith Richards, you still get Ronnie Wood in the background as well, so we could still do the, uh, the whole thing. So what have we got today? What have we got today? Of course, Charlie Watts was a great jazz. He loved the jazz. That was really his first love. It'd been lovely to have heard what he would have done with some of the other groups as well. So uh, Afghanistan's kicking around the way today. I've put up on Facebook uh, the greatest drummers of the world. You'd love a walk-on part on what? You know, you realise they're uh, redoing uh, Last of the Summer, not Last of the Summer White. Darling Buds of May, you realise I'm remaking that. They've run out of ideas to, to do TV shows, so let's just do an updated version of that. There's a wee bit of arrogance to that when you think about it. Let's make a let's make a, a new version of this. It's almost like you're saying, well that yeah, that was good, but we could do so much better. So here we go then. Uh, great drummers of the world. Uh, Chad. Gaylord Smiths, who's Chad? What was that one from uh, Lorraine? Cozy Powell, Dance with the Devil. Keith Moon, yes, Lorraine. Uh, Neil Peart. John Bonham, I know Lorraine. Uh, Tony Meehan, yeah, I think he's rock and roller. Travis Barker, who the heck's Travis Barker? Uh, these are the great drummers of the world. Travis Barker, Barker. okay, let's see what this said. Travis Barker, okay. Travis Barker, all right. Uh, Blink. 182. All oh, right. Mm, that's gone past me. Uh, Tony Meehan. Who is Tony Meehan? I'll get to the news in a second, everybody. I, I, it's the Wednesday show. I'm usually a bit sluggish on the way. Tony Meehan. Uh, he was the professional minister. He found a member of the British group, the Drifters. All right. So he was. Okay. So there was another group called the Drifters. Oh, they're things you didn't know with me, Ronnie Barber. 
07849 Ronnie at Are you having a big shop today? Have you got a big shop today? Are you having a big shop? Um, right, stuff coming in on Facebook as well. What would you like to be a walk-on part? And, and uh, uh, you'd love a walk-on part. Great drummers of the world I'm doing as well. Um, oh, yeah, everybody's playing hardballs in uh, Afghanistan. But it looks like everybody, as I suggested yesterday... Did you suggest this? Did you clip this? Because uh, I did suggest that... Uh, We'd end up paying the Taliban money uh, to get safe passage. Boris Johnson, he's the Prime Minister. He's the Prime Minister. He's locked in a desperate life-or-death battle with sleepy Joe Biden. Uh, this is, of course, the Sun that's doing this one. I don't re usually read the Sun, but every occasionally I just see what they're talking about. Uh, Joe Biden, over thousands of terrified Afghans, a battle he, deemed, he seems deemed doomed to lose. He demanded an extension of the uh, 30, uh, August 31st limit set by both Biden and the Taliban for desperate, desperate refugees to be airlifted out of Kabul. Uh, it was said the absolute one and number one condition right away through August 31st and beyond. The Prime Minister was speaking after chairing a hastily scrambled online G7 uh, crisis summit. Britain currently holds the presidency. Yeah, what happens with this is you, uh, all the names, it's a bit like a Y-swapping uh, when you get the head of the GC. You just go in and you put your uh, country's, your front door key to like the White House and everything, put them in and then they just pull the one out. All right, so you're the new head of the GC at seven. UK, J US, Japan, Germany, Italy, France and Canada. Oh yeah, it, J uh, China's not in this, is it? Mm, uh, both have stubbornly, stubbornly refused to extend by a single day. Uh, this is uh, Biden. Uh, the August 31st deadline for evacuating the war-torn state known as the burial ground of empires. So why should the ju jubilant ta Taliban uh, heed Morris's... Uh, hang on, I'll just go to... <clears throat> okay, I'll just... Yeah, can I speak to the head of the Taliban, please? Yeah. Ronnie Barber. Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie Barber. Oh, hi there. Listen, are you going to take any notice of uh, the Western governments? Okay, I thought as much. Thank you. Uh, Mighty America is on the run. Collaborators, uh, Mighty America is on the run. Collaborators can be rounded up at leisure, and the cold-blooded uh, killers who run this Islamist cult have free reign over it. But it looks like we might need to pay some money to get our uh, UK people out. UK alone has uh, taken nine thousand, which is a magnificent effort. And they've taken 9,000 people out of Kabul. But there's also the chance that money might have to change hands for some kind of deal uh, left. I told you, that's the way, that's diplomacy. That's the hard nose of diplomacy. Hey, by the way, Kirsty Allsop's angry about something. She doesn't like Britain anymore. Uh, so there's her angry. Who else is angry? Oh, uh, John Cleese is angry. Uh, McDonald's uh, customers are angry. Everybody's angry. Uh, the Tories uh, won't tell anybody where they get their money from. Um, women sold the world's saddest bacon sandwich for £4.70 on Ryanair. Yeah, she's angry. She's furious. Anything else here? Uh, Dan Walker, breakfast host, bids farewell to TV rival. This is what they do on telly. Somebody working behind the scenes, which is lovely, but just keep it behind the scenes. Maybe I'm just jealous because I didn't really get, ever get a proper send-off. No, what? No, it's never long enough to get a proper send-off. Uh, 
I used to be shown the keys at the front door and get your arse out of there, barber. Get gone. Oh, hang on, what's on? That started without me. Hey! Hey, Swede in there! Oi, Swede! I'll, I'll tell you when you start. Don't just dive in like that. This is a show. I'm a, I, I'm the important one, so don't just walk in. Right, start now then, okay? There you go, there you go. Is it too hard? 07849453587. Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. How much money do you think we'll end up paying the Taliban to get our people out of there? Wade, you gotta come up with words, don't this la la la. Hey everybody, welcome to Vague Radio, la la la, la 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 land. Yeah, see what I mean? That's outrageous, that's been on for a bit, that's gonna be 50 seconds of la la's. Um, I see a lot of people actually booking up to go to the theatre. I'm not sure about that at all. Uh, 
protection against COVID infection after two vaccines uh, falls within six months. It could be uh, just 50% by the winter. Uh-oh. Major a UK study. Uh, so he's a good major, that. Yeah, he does his own studies, Major UK. A study warns as scientists try out, cry out for boosters. Here's the thing, though. How many boosters are we going to have to carry on taking? It was, they were talking about, oh, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Remember Giuliani, that uh, the uh, Trump's lawyer? <laughs> Spotted having a shave at his uh, restaurant table. Anyway, back to the more interesting news. Uh, Pfizer protect for Pfizer protection against infection dropped from eighty-eight percent to seventy-four percent. Well, that's still something. AstraZeneca, that's me. Protection against infection dipped from seventy-seven to sixty-seven percent. Still, it's still not bad. I don't know what the because I know the flu uh, the flu uh, injection that's not massive either. It's like fifty percent thereabouts the protection you get from flu. Professor Tim Spector. Warned it could be below 50% by the winter. Uh, two COVID doses become less effective at stopping infections within six months. Mind you, the guy who's in charge of AstraZeneca, um, Pfizer, he's saying that it would take 95 days, just 95 days, to come up with a brand new, uh, you know, with a variant that would t tackle that one as well. You should have to have a jab for that. Researchers warn Britons, given the first jabs, including the elderly, could see protection plummet to just 50% by the winter without boosters. The real-world study led by King's College London looked at more than a million people who had been fully vaccinated. Right. But it's unclear whether the waning immunity against infection also means people are less protected against hospitalisation and death. But Professor Tim Spector, uh, the lead scientist behind the study, said high levels of infection would ultimately lead to more deaths. He warned effectiveness could drop below 50% by winter and urged Britain to gently, uh, to urgently get its act together to boost their vaccines. I'll take what you've got. If you want to try anything, give it to me. I want it. Give it to me. At the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation, JCVI, expected... To, can you take this one for um, Radio 4? Clip this for Radio 4. Yeah, it's a serious bit. Radio 4, lap this up. Uh, yeah, the JCVI, uh, which is the, uh, the, the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation, it's expected to approve booster doses for immunocompromised in the coming weeks. Good. That's what we want. Anybody who's, uh, who, you know, especially people who have been isolated for so long, we want them to have the first shot on this, don't we? Of course we do. But Professor Adam Finn, who sits on the JCVI, wow, I don't know, that's painful. I suggest this morning the group will stop short of recommending them for healthy elderly adults until more evidence on sufficient. So it's still out there, everybody. It's still the same old gig. Let's keep our social distancing. Let's, you know, get the masks on. Mind you, uh, as I said the other week, uh, I was in Cambridge and I didn't see much of the mask wearing going on. Here's one. John Cleese is angry. Uh, so Channel 4 have given him a, a TV show. John Cleese. Yeah. Yeah, John Cleese, he's from, yeah, Monty Python. He's angry. John Cleese to present Channel 4 show on woke thought. You know, I'm a bit of a wokey. I enjoy my wokiness. Uh, I woke up this morning. Woke up this morning. You were on my mind. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, 
uh, he's angry that uh, he, well, he doesn't know. Comedian to interview cancelled subjects while examining all aspects of political c correctness. There's so much I don't understand. To be fair, uh, there's a lot about the wokeness I don't, I don't, I haven't really grasped it. Uh, the statues thing. I think if somebody's been guilty of slavery in the past, uh, yeah, that's been a thing, and we shouldn't really be celebrating them. Uh, but are we going to do that with everything? If there's a bridge named after somebody, what happened? Just rename the bridge or take the bridge? Anyway, I still haven't got to grow. I'm all for it because our imperialist past is not something we should be proud of. The new documentary will explore why our new woke generation is trying to rewrite the rules and what can and can't be said. John Cleese, cancel me, will see the British comedian and actor meet various subjects who claim to have been cancelled for the... Oh, well, I was cancelled. <laughs> I've been cancelled more than once. Nothing to do with my politics or my race. I uh, have been cancelled for the actions or statements and activists who have led opposition to various public figures. In a statement, Cleese says, I'm delighted to have a chance to find out on camera about all the aspects of so-called political correctness. There's so much I really don't understand, like... How, impeccable, how the impeccable idea of let's all be kind to people has been developed in some kind of, uh, in some cases, ad absurdum. That's Latin. Is that that? Ad, ad, ad absurdum. Latin. Yeah, that's what Williamson wanted. Yeah, that's what... Well, John Cleese, but he's, he's Clever Cleese. He's called Clever Cleese. That was his, his nickname at school. Where's Clever Cleese? I want to bring the various reasonings right out in the open so that people can be clear in their minds what they agree with and what they don't agree with. This is good. This is actually, and what they still can't make their mind up on. This is good. The Monty Python and Forty Foot Towers uh, uh, star has come under fire himself for his previous work. In June 2020, Cleese responded angrily to a UK TV decision to remove from streaming an episode of his comedy Forty Towers that contained racial slurs. The episode The Germans can in the scene in which the character of Major Gowan uses racist language in an anecdote about the West Indies cricket team. And Cleese told the age at the time, the age is a, I think the age is a paper. Is it a paper? If you put nonsense words into the mouth of someone you want to make fun of, you're not broadcasting their views, you're making fun of them. The Major was an old fossil left over from decades before. We're not supporting these views, we were making fun of them. If they can't see that, if people are too stupid to see that, what can one say? The, uh, con that episode was later reinstated, uh, reinstated on the platform with a content and language warning. So, uh, anyway, uh, political correctness started out as a good idea, which is, let's not be mean to people. I'm in favour of that, despite my age, he told the BBC. Uh, Radio 4, Radio 4, I've mentioned Radio 4. Clip that. Clip that, yeah. Radio 4, I've just said it. What were you doing? Oh, come on, clip this thing. Absolute Radio, were you, were you listening to Absolute Radio? Oh, give me a break. I thought one of the audience had gone. Uh, the main thing is to try to be kind, but then that becomes a sort of indulgence. Uh, becomes a sort of indulgence of the, in, of the most oversensitive people on the climate, in, the, in your culture, the people who are all easily most upset. I don't think we should organise society around the sensibilities of the most easily upset people because they then have, you have a very neurotic society. Yeah, you would do, I don't think we really want a neurotic society. And from the point of creativity, you have to keep thinking which words you can use and which you can't. Then that will stifle creativity. The main thing is to realise that words depend on their context. Very little-minded people think it is a word, but it isn't. So that's going to come out in Channel 4 
It's a, but it might be interesting for, for us oldies to try and get to grips with it because we want to be kinder. We just need to know what to, what to say and when to say it. Coming up on Vague Radio UK, the 60-second music marathon. 60 artists in 60 seconds, including Dire Straits, Eternal, Sting, Mariah Carey, The Foo Fighters, Black Lace, The Arctic Monkeys, and many more. The 60-second music marathon, only on Vague Radio UK. Vague Radio would like to apologise for that gap. I was pressing the wrong keyboard. It happens, I'm 64, what were you thinking? Many keyboards in front of me. You're finding that I'm finding now. Uh, it's just 
I really have to think about what I'm doing and what I'm pressing. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I, I've got so many keyboards and so many screens in front of me, and I think, what's the ones and what's the one right now I need that's relevant to what I need to do next? Vague Radio UK, Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk, uh, and you can email me and text me 07849453587. Here's one for you. I've been saying this for years. Uh, you may have, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I was in the uh, RAF, yeah. When you go and work in Cyprus, I worked in Cyprus, I was in detachment there, and you start work at six o'clock in the morning because it gets too hot in the afternoon. So you work from six till just like one o'clock, then the afternoon's yours. But I've always said that I'd, I've ever run a big company, I'd like to give the staff some siestas. You know, siesta time, yeah, go and have a kip and then come back. And the National Trust to give staff siestas in the summer. Great. Staff and volunteers in the south of England will get more Mediterranean hours because of climate change. Finally, something good of climate change. Staff and volunteers in the south of England will be given more Mediterranean working hours with a long lunch break. Hmm, I've done long lunch breaks. Oh, no. Hmm. Yeah, that's a pub. That's just a, that's a trip to the pub. Uh, this will allow them to uh, they, they have a long lunch break and, and uh, the day starting earlier and finishing later. That might not be too bad. I'd like to get up earlier. This will allow them to avoid the hottest part of the day as people already do in the countries such as Italy and Spain. A spokesperson for the charity says it's fair to say that as we experience more extreme temperatures, we'll be looking to offer Mediterranean working hours, especially in the east. Yes, I'm in the east. Wait a minute, I'm not got a job. I can have a siesta any time I like. Wow, the joys of semi-retirement. I've got, I've got a bit of a semi on. Yeah, I've got my semi-retirement. I don't want to be semi-retired. I want to be fully working. It's what's going for the charity. It's for to experience uh, extreme temperatures. We'll be looking to offer Mediterranean working hours, especially in the East, which is likely to experience more frequent higher temperatures to ensure the health and safety of our staff and volunteers. This has already begun, begun at Ham House in Richmond. Wonder what they do at Ham House. Let's have a think. Ham, Ham House. In uh, Richmond, South London, which is forced to close for the first time in August 2019 as uh, temperatures reach more than 40 degrees Celsius, staff are offered the new working hours when it is hot and expect that this will be rolled out across more trust properties in the coming years. The charity has also planted trees to provide shade, good idea, and make a visit to a property more bearable in a heatwave and has moved its benches into the shade in order to protect staff and visitors from extreme heat. In some gardens, staff are planting Mediterranean plants. We were talking about, was it a melons? Somebody was growing melons or something in their garden? So uh, that's a great idea. Well done, the National Trust. I think we could all do with a siesta. In fact, let's have a, like a siesta, what, a long lunch hour? Uh, what's the other thing as well? Um, anything else I've got here? Mick Jagger sent uh, Charlie Watts a nice message. Welcome back to the uh, the group. And Sally passed away. Uh, who else was up here? What else? Um, uh, vacuum of Kabul uh, enters final phase. Uh, Charlie Watts. That's, uh, this is in the uh, tele Telegraph. Uh, not the Telegraph, the Guardian. I can't get the Telegraph. You've got to pay for it. I'm not going to pay the you know, telegraph or any of their words. Japan to expand state of emergency. Biden review of COVID origins reportedly inconclusive. You know, when you go to heaven, do you think God will play your video in front of you? 
What do you, you say? Come up for a minute before we go any further, Ronnie. Let's have a wee look at your video, the things you've done in your life, and then we'll think about whether we want to get you into heaven. Do you think that'll happen? Because I'd like to get mine edited. Uh, Liam Gallagher, what's he up to? He's been doing something. He's been doing something. Where's he been doing? Uh, anything in Scotland? Let me see if there's anything. Uh, Love Island is, is right. I thought Love Island is finished. Yeah, I think it is. The final's been done, isn't it? Right. Uh, big cat caught in CCTV prowling in Scott's garden by frightened dog owner. Big cat in Scotland. Let's get in. Family. It's uh, animal magic. Mind you, we have big cats in the east. Big cat caught on CTV, uh, proudly in Scott's garden by frightened dog owner. A 10-second clip shared with the Daily Record shows an animal with glowing eyes perched atop the small structure. Okay, are we sure it's not a cat? Uh, this woman's been left frightened and traumatised by spotting this big cat. Well, oh, I can't get this thing on. The woman who doesn't want to be named. Well, you wouldn't want to be named if you've seen a big cat because the cat, cats, they find out where you live. Oh, you, you shot me to the record, did you? The woman who doesn't want to be named was spooked after the large creature appeared on her camera on the three-foot fence at around 4 a.m. It's a 4 a.m. cat in Lark Hall in Lanarkshire. Ah, the cool cats in Lanarkshire. It shows uh, there have been a number of uh, reports of big cats, including the uh, likes of wildcats, lynx, and other non-domestic animals roaming around Scotland in recent years. The Lark Hall woman told the record how she went to numerous authorities with the footage. It was around 3.55am on Saturday morning and was recording the camera and the doorbell. What? Did the cat ring the doorbell? It was recording the camera and the doorbell. Oh, okay. I phoned the police and they told me to contact the RSPCA, told me to contact Big Cat Sightings. What? Big Cat Sightings? Is there something called Big Cat Sightings? Right, you have a list of this. I'm going to check this out. Is there something called Big Cat Sightings? Two, three, four. Ooh. 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 Well, my heart knows it better than I know myself, so I'm going to let her do all the talking. Ooh. I came across a place in the middle of nowhere with a big black horse and a cherry tree. I felt a little fear upon my back. I said, Don't look back, just keep on walking. But the big black horse said, Look this way. He said, Hey, Landy, will you marry me? But I said no, 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 no. I said no, no, you're not the one for me. No, 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 no. I said no, no, you're not the one for me. Ooh. And my heart hit a problem in the early hours, so I stopped it dead for a beat or two. I cut some cord and I shouldn't have done it And it won't forgive me after all these years Ooh. Ooh. So I sent it to a place in the middle of nowhere With a big black horse and a cherry tree Ooh. Ooh. Now I won't come back cause it's all so happy And now I got a hold of the world to see Ooh. Ooh. 
Uh, who's she called? Oh, Katie's son's... T- Katie? Katie, uh, and it's Katie, not Katie. Uh, Katie Tunzo. Tunzo. I'm still trying to find the big cat sightings thing uh, for this uh, this woman from Lark Hall. I still can't find it, though. McDonald's has run out of milkshakes. Uh, shakes. Oh, no! can't remember the last time I had the McDonald's milkshake. Must have been, like, 30 years. I just find, remember my jaws getting really tired, sucking. I'm not a great sucker. No, I've never been a great sucker. No, I'd, I'd, I'd never liked, I've never liked um, uh, straws. I've always felt that kind of, I would, you don't know well, you don't, do you? You don't know what you're sucking sometimes. I remember drinking a can of Coke once I'd left out and there was a wasp in it. It died, it, it died, and it overdone uh, with caffeine. Yeah, it was a full, uh, it was a full whack. And uh, it, it crawled in there and I went and I'd, lucky enough, I put my lips over it like that. And so that I didn't take a, a big gulp and I'd felt, oh, I thought, what's the heck's that? It was a wasp. So remember, kids, when you leave your, uh, your you know, cans out, you might get some wasps in there. McDonald's has run out of milkshakes and shakes and people are very upset. Um, Americans, <laughs> Americans have queued up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what was that song, um, uh, Milkshake? What was the Milkshake song? All the boys, uh, all the boys, uh, Milkshake, I'll just say, it, it, it was short, yeah, it was, it was a young song, Milkshakes. Uh, oh, yeah, Milkshake, all the boys, oh, we'll play that next then. I'll just see what it's like. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours, I could teach you, but I have to charge. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours, I could teach you, but I have to I charge. Know you want it, the thing that makes me, what the guys go crazy for, they lose their mind. Yeah, maybe not. Thanks, love. Uh, we'll give you a call. We'll let you know uh, if there's any vacancies coming up. We think you, yeah, we think you've got, I love what you do, uh, but I've got to get it past my uh, bosses. Yeah, that's how it is. Here we go. Uh, McDonald's makes, uh, apparently, uh, uh, Arlene's Arlene uh, has just said, uh, McDonald's run out of, um, they run out of milkshakes every time it's hot. Right. Mind you, I like, um, I like Costa's, uh, ones, you know, they get wee bits of caramel on the top. It's about 9,000 calories, allegedly. Cut that from the final thing. 
Due to supply chain problems, the fast food uh, chain lacks the ingredients needed to whip up the dairy drink and it's also run out of bottled drinks in 1,250 of its stores in, across England, Scotland and Wales. It comes after post-Brexit immigration rules and self-isolation due to COVID has contributed to a lorry driver shortage. They didn't say we'd be short of lorry drivers with the Brexit. Hang on, let me just see. Uh, I'll just have to find that out. I'll, 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 put, a, I'll put a call in. Put a call in. Uh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Hi there. Uh, are you in charge of Brexit? You remember... Yeah, not the referendum, but the Brexit thing. We were told um, things are going to be much better in Brexit. Yeah, yeah, out of the EU. Yeah, you're in charge of it. Yeah. Um, just a quick question. Did you know there was going to be a shortage of drivers because of immigration post-Brexit? Did you know that? You did know it, but... Oh, OK. You did know it, but you didn't want it to scare everybody. OK, because it... Huh. Yeah, great. Oh, no, it's just, there's loads of things that you promised to do. But you didn't say anything about that one. Okay. Well, thanks very much. Have a good day. It comes after post-Brexit immigration rules and self-isolation due to COVID has contributed to a lorry driver shortage in the UK, causing supply chain problems for a number of chains. Nando's had to close 50 of its stores last week due to chicken shortage. Well, KF, all those chickens are going, I'm usually busy this time of year. Why? Um, While well, KFC has unable to, was unable to stock some menu items. Oh, wowza. So it's all kicked off. People are furious. They cannot get... They cannot get a... Oh, milkshake. Wow. Even politicians are getting involved in it. Uh, anything else here that's uh, vaguely interesting? Um, oh, there was something about a left-handed uh, guy. A left-handed guy. I've got to get this one. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll tell you about this in a second. The tale of a pushy right-handed mother-in-law is triggering lefties everywhere. Yeah, if you're left-handed, you may want to listen. I don't think that's a teaser. It's a...
Rocky Valley, what a night. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to think, I'd, uh, there's a phone in, I would have run off the back of that and just asked, are there songs, uh, titles that have a, an exact, exact year in it? In the year 90, what's that, in the year 2020? Oh, I can't remember. In the year 2012? God. Hey, good news. Uh, fantastic out of the Paralympics. In a repeat of the old British Rio 2016 final, uh, Dame Sarah Story uh, got the t better of compatriot uh, Crystal Lane Wright, and uh, Dame, she began her quest to become Great Britain's most successful Paralympian, 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 uh, by uh, smashing her own world record en route to stylishly retaining uh, the uh, 3,000, the C5 3,000 meter individual pursuit gold. That's the CC5 the category. In the repeat of the old British uh, final, uh, she got the better, and the relentless uh, defending champion laid down a marker earlier on day one by shaving more than four seconds off of her, off of her own world record in qualifying, powering over the line in three... Oh, just amazing, aren't they? Just amazing. The Paralympians are just fantastic. She did not need to repeat the trick in deciding the race at the Aizu Velodrome as she re remarkably caught Lane Wright inside eight laps following a rapid start, leaving her rival to settle for another silver. Oh, bless you. Feel sorry for the other one. But you've got to check out the, uh, the Paralympics. It's fantastic. We've got the uh, swimming coming up as well. Hey, uh, let's talk about Ray, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani. All right. Ray, Rudy Giuliani, he's the uh, lawyer. He was the guy with the leaking head, remember? He had to, he, he went to somewhere to do a public speech on the election, the American election, and his head leaked. It was like black blood that was coming out of his face. It was weird. Uh, he disgusted onlookers by shaving while eating at JFK Airport. Hang on. The alarm's going off. All right, it's going off. Somebody's a car alarm there. Um, he was eating, right? He's, he's having a shave... Well, now, is it an electric shave? Yeah. He's eating, but he's eating, um, like, or is the lobster bisque? What's a lobster bisque? Uh, lobster bisque. Lobster bisque. Lobster bisque. What's a lobster bisque? Is it a pudding? All right. It's a, is it a soup? Oh, it is. It's a soup. Right, okay. Um, indulgent, creamy, fiery, and also very sexy Valentine's Day for uh, for two or New Year's supper. This bisque is never out of place and so mild on seafood. It's like a soup, all right? Anyway, uh, Giuliani was uh, waiting for his airplane at JFK and decided to get his face stuck in uh, a lobster bisque and... While he was shaving, he had an electric shaver out. I thought he was actually doing it with a proper... I thought he was doing... That's all right, really, isn't it? According to Nick Wise, the posted footage, who posted the footage, uh, he pulled out a razor after being served a plate of brownies and, and, and proceeded to save his facial hair. Well, it was disgusting, Wise complained. I went and got a job. He's having a shave. All right, he shouldn't be having it over his breakfast, but what are you talking about? Oh, wow. He's having a shave, he's a busy man, he's going around to tell people things that we never really actually believe. Anybody else? Now, if you want to see bad conduct, shall I tell you bad conduct? People clipping their toenails in the underground. That's bad. I've still got trauma from that. I'm still seeing a counsellor. That guy that started painting it, I had to duck. They 
Tony Neal's fired around me. Anything else here that's uh, not a great day for big news. Apart, we've got Afghanistan going, which is the biggest news. Uh, who wants uh, to be a millionaire? Viewers complain about the worst ever $64,000 question. No, I don't watch it. Oh, uh, this is interesting. I don't know if Mike, uh, Michael Parkinson's got a book coming out or something, but he apologises to Meg Ryan after, after the infamous 2003 interview. You played a part in it too, he says to her. Remember that one? It was really awkward. She didn't, um, she didn't say anything. She just shut up and, and he asked her, you know, like the usual show business questions, the stars, they, they weren't used to Parky because Parky would ask questions, you know, interesting questions, rather than just letting them go and say about their movie. And my new movie, I play the part of a waitress who's a bit of a psychopath and I spill coffee on my victims and then I garrot them. Anyway... Um, so he's apologised. What's he apologised? He's apologised to Meg Ryan over his infamous interview with the actor in 2003. The chat show host once welcomed Ryan as a guest to promote her poorly received erotic thriller in the cut. Meg Ryan erotic. Oh, no. No, no. No. Meg Ryan. Nah, she's not erotic. She's sleepless in Seattle, but she's not erotic. I know she did the orgasm scene, but no, even that was a, wasn't at all erotic, was it? The frosty chat that ensued between the pair has become one of the most memorable interviews of all time. Uh, after being accused of not enjoying fame, Ryan eventually told Parkinson, wrap it up. Oh, yes. Now, 18 years later, the TV host has offered Ryan an apology over his behaviour during the interview. Why would you do that? Why would you apologise? Unless you were really, really bad. Reflecting on the moment, uh, Parkinson, who retired from TV in 2007, yeah, I wish I'd lost my temper with Meg Ryan. I wish I'd dealt with her in a more courteous manner. I was quite obviously angry and with her, and it's not my business to be angry towards guests. I came across as a pomp, as kind of pompous, and I could have done better. I asked what he would say to Ryan if he saw her again. Parkinson replied, I'm sorry, but you must understand that you played a partner too. The 86-year-old, none of it says, wow, he's 86. Neither of us was on top form, and we were both discomforted. Yeah, that happens. You know, you'd have days. Where as a broadcaster, I know there are days when I'm broadcasting, it might even be today, where I'm not entirely sure, I'm on, well, I'm not informed. You just have days, isn't it? It's like you, you turn up for it. But luckily, as I often say, I'm not landing a plane, all right? I'm not trying to be, you know, like a, you know, land a plane in fog. Uh, two songs left, and then we're done for today. Don't forget, this becomes a podcast later in the day. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun To promise lands To show you What's your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? He rich. Is he rich like me? Has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? 
Right, uh, last one for you, then I'm off for the big shop. But you want anything well on the way, because uh, um, I've got the big shop today. All right, I've got the uh, the big one. Um, and it's toilet paper and uh, tissues as well. I've got to get tissue. But I, I've, I've, I have to make sure nobody thinks I'm, I'm trying to be too greedy. Uh, right, this is a story about the pushy right, right-handed mother-in-law is triggering lefties everywhere, right? Um, this is a, it was on uh, the poke, all right? Uh, this guy... Uh, he invited his mother-in-law in to stay, and he's left-handed. All the things, all the accoutrements, apparently, in the house are, are left-handed. And she's kicked it off because she, he, she, he, she thinks he's a bad host. She sat back at that. A good host should make their uh, home accessible for guests. And that, I use a right-handed computer mouse, so it's not as much of a burden for me to use right-handed goods as it was for her to use lefty stuff. She lost her job and she wants to be comfortable in her home. I tell her it's not our home, her own home, and that before she would speak to her later about establishing house rules. She started sobbing loudly and said she might as well disappear. I told her I didn't have time for her theatrics and left for work. It's quite good. He left for work. So um, just, a, uh, just a cursory warning, really, uh, to anybody who's thinking about um, using left-handed tools and your mother-in-law comes to stay, make sure you get the right-handed version as well. Well, they, well, you've got to. Well, it's only right. You've got to make sure that your uh, people who are staying with you are comfortable. Hey, I've got to go. A uh, big, um, not a big wash. I did a big wash yesterday. Not a bad drying day yesterday. Um, well, it was. Uh, if you want to contact me, and why would you? Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk is the email. If you want to get me on Facebook and start an argument, that'd be great as well. Um, if you want to check out the podcast as well and share the podcast, share the love with all the hundreds and millions of people who have never heard of me before, and maybe their life would be enhanced by hearing me. You know, that's what I, yeah. Maybe they just go, oh, okay, it could be a lot worse. I could be like him. You have a good day. Wear a mask. Keep your distance, everybody. Look after yourself and uh, avoid the hug if you can, unless it's relatives, unless they've done a dipstick test. You know that thing where they, they stick the up in their nose? Au revoir. Have a lovely day.
now I'm up in the courts, pleading my case on the witness box. Telling the judge and the jury the same thing that I said to the cops. On the day that I got arrested, I'm innocent, I protested. She just feels rejected. Had a heart broken by someone she's obsessed with. Cause she likes the sound of my music. She makes her a fan of my music. So I love goes down, makes her lose it. Cause she can't separate the man from the music. And I'm saying all this in the stand. When my girl cries tears in the gallery, this has got bigger than I ever could have planned. Now like that song by the Zootons Valerie, so the jury don't look like the brand. Making me nervous, arms crossed, screw face like I'm trying it. The eyes fixed on me like a murderer's. They wanna lock me up, I throw away the key. They wanna send me down, even though I told them she.